murderers decoding the crime verse. A woman in India watches as her sister is dragged off by Hindu nationalists. She doesn't know if her sister is alive or dead. A man in North Korean prison is shaken awake after being beaten unconscious and the beatings begin again. A woman in Nigeria runs for her life. She has escaped from Boko Haram who kidnapped her. She is pregnant and when she returns home her community will reject her and her baby. A group of children are laughing and talking as they come down to their church's sanctuary after eating together. Instantly many of them are killed by a bomb blast. It's Easter Sunday in Sri Lanka. These people don't live in the same region or even the same continent, but they share an important characteristic. They are all Christians and they suffer because of their faith. While Christian persecution takes many forms, it is defined as any hostility experienced as a result of identification with Jesus Christ. From Sudan to Russia, from Nigeria to North Korea, from Colombia to India, followers of Christianity are targeted for their faith. They are attacked discriminated against at work and at school they risk violence torture arrest and much more welcome to decoding the crime verse i am nolzi lee and i'm danny and this yeah. week <laughs> <laughs> we are asking well we're going to ask a important question well, i yes. think it's an important question yeah. and that is should christian persecution or i suppose any persecution yeah. be considered a crime yeah because i mean it is a humanitarian issue and yeah. things like that but should it be considered a crime and so we're going to get straight into it um the first is actually we've got a story from an actual little girl um in north korea who experienced persecution while she lived there and then we're going to go into the top 10 countries that suffer persecution so yeah. this and this is in her words her name is i don't know kim sangwa There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a Christian family, although for a long time I wasn't even aware my parents were believers. Like so many Christian families, our family was banished to a remote village. They continued to hide their faith from the outside world, but I remember waking up one night when I was 6. Our house was very small, so we all slept in the same room. When I opened my eyes, I saw my father and mother under the blanket, and I could hear a soft noise of a radio. Later I learned they were listening to a broadcast from a Christian radio station. My discovery could cost me my life. I was afraid to touch the Bible, but I couldn't just leave it there. I closed my eyes, picked it up the book and put it back. I weighed my options. Should I tell my teacher? Should I visit the local security official? For 15 days I couldn't think about anything else. I knew it was my duty to report this illegal book and my parents but it was my family which was involved and i also had all these questions who is this god or what finally i had the guts to ask my father he was very surprised and sat next to me he asked me do you see those old trees i nodded who made those i said i didn't know and he explained the story of creation to me including how god had made adam and eve my mother taught me to memorize bible verses and the <laughs> the apostolic creed and also explained the gospel to me My gra- grandfather showed me how to pray. It is just talking to God, he said, nothing more, nothing less. He spoke a lot about Jesus' second coming. He really longed for that. 
To me, all those stories and ideas were so interesting. I also read the Bible for myself, but I realized it was dangerous. My father always emphasized not to show anything to anyone. Then he would start to pray in whispers, almost inaudible. Father, help the North Korean people to seek your kingdom first. Sometimes my father met people in a secret location. Many children of believers came to that location too and learned the Bible. We prayed together. Among the people visiting the secret meetings were some non-believers too, even spies. When one of those visitors was dying, my father went to see him on his deathbed. He confessed, I know everything about you, your family and your faith. I was a spy and ordered to watch you. And, my father asked, you are a good man. I never told anyone you were a Christian. Tell me how I can be Christian too. This girl actually ended up um, fleeing North Korea to China. She had to leave her two-year-old baby in China for an entire year until they had enough money to get the child out of North Korea. And then they lived in China and then they moved to South Korea because her dream was always to go back to North Korea to help other Christians. So it's a very beautiful story. story, But I mean, she was explaining how one in three North Koreans were spies for the government. Mm. And like, imagine that. Children were told at school... If you see anything with your parents or anything, report, report it to it. your teacher. Yeah. Imagine you, you get home and there's police there and your kid ratted you out. Like, hectic. That's hectic. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's quite a... North Korea is bad. I know that for a North fact. North Korea is definitely... It's very like, bad. But that's communist. And communism... Jan. Yeah, but in communism, there's a core belief that says that religion is a crutch. And yeah. they don't want religion. So, anything, Christianity, anything, it's basically... No, no. So, and basically, they have huge statues of Kim. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. it's basically a cult of personality, yeah. which means they worship their their leader. Their leader yeah. So we're going to go through the top ten countries where Christians are persecuted, um, and all the following information was obtained from Open Doors, which is a organization with the goal of strengthening Christians. Um, each country has a score based on their persecution, and it's based on the violence they face, the persecution of their church life, national life, community life, and then their family life and their private life. So basically they take all of that and then they give them a score out of a yeah. hundred. So number 10, try guess as you go along, just, <laughs> just to be, um, but it's India. Um, and they are persecuted because of religious nationalism. And this is because Hindu extremists believe that Indians should always be Hindus. And Christians are actually blamed for all the bad luck that happens in India. Yeah. And therefore are subject to violence. They have a score of 83. How at number 10 do you have a score of 83? 83? I don't know. <laughs> like how hectic is it? Um, and there are 67 Christians out of a population of 1 billion. 67 million. Mm. What did I say? 67. Oh, wow. Well, I'm sorry. 67. <laughs> no, 67 million. million. And all these countries actually on this top 10 list are all considered to be extreme levels yeah. of persecution, which makes sense. You 80, can tell 80s, by the 83. Okay. Number nine. Any guesses? I can't hear your guesses. So <laughs> <laughs> whatever they may be, it's Nigeria. Yeah. And it's because of Islamic oppression and... The Islamic extreme, there's a whole bunch of like extremist groups there, yeah. and um, often the Christians there are murdered or have their entire livelihoods destroyed. Um, I know one of the major 
people persecuting people in Nigeria is Boko Haram. Mm. I mean, there was that whole bring back how girls. girls. Yeah, well, that was so long ago now. Yeah, that I, I know. It. Damn. It's, it's like, okay, that. Okay, when <laughs> was that? 2015 20 something 20 something okay <laughs> um most uh, men and boys are also very vulnerable and christians are murdered for their faith uh, that m- more christians are murdered for their faith in nigeria than any other country yeah okay because a lot of them they get sent to like camps or they get like completely Prison destroyed but or, like, yeah. in nigeria the they murder rate is ba- bad their score is 85 yeah and there are 95 million christians out of a population of 206 million so it's more than India. Yeah. Number eight. Iran. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Iran. <laughs> I was about to say that. And I was like, wait, say. my head is not doing the <laughs> And they are also Islamic oppression. And the government sees the conversion to Christianity as an attempt for Western countries to undermine their rule. Wow. Yeah. So they're often secret churches. And often if you get found, you get sent to prison for crimes against national security. Imagine, Imagine that. You go to church. And then yeah. you are an entire illegal organization, gangster criminal by yourself. Hectic. You get the whole Homeland Security right? coming after <laughs> you. <laughs> you. They, they have a score of 86. And there are only 800,000 Christians out of a population of 83 million. Also, these are estimates. Yeah. Please note. 800,000. That, but that's that they know of. That's not that, but like still. It is. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's not a lot. Yeah. Okay, the next one is Yemen. Where is that? It's in Africa. Is it? Yeah. Is it really in Africa? I saw it on the map. I was no, like, no. You I'm, are I'm, is it in Africa? It is, it is in Africa. Do your searching while I, I continue. continue. my searching. So... Their persecution comes from clan oppression. Okay, yeah. Christians face the death penalty because leaving Islam is forbidden. Okay, and it's actually not the authorities that then persecute them; it's the militant groups. Yeah, so it's not particularly the government. And tribes may kill or banish anyone for converting. Their score is eighty-seven, and there is an unspecified amount of Christians. Open Doors estimates only a few thousand out of a population of 30 million where is yemen i'm very i just know Yen, yemen like yemen was in friends when chandler was trying to I run am away from joking. his it's not africa there's the wait it's eritrea that i was thinking about you think about what the other country that's <laughs> okay it borderlines the bottom of africa this one is in western asia so you were wrong basically i was basically right <laughs> I got the A correct. Africa, Asia. What does it start with? You know what? <laughs> it's fine. Okay, number six. I don't... I think this is in Africa. I don't... Eritrea, yes, it is. This is the one I was talking about. Didn't know this existed yeah. until I did research. <laughs> Go me. Well, I dropped geography, so don't blame me, okay? <laughs> me too. <laughs> That's why, hence, Yemen Listen, can I tell you a story quickly? I full-on thought Amsterdam was in America till like grade 11 and then i sat down and thought and i was like wait but then how did Anne frank get caught by the nazis if she was in america and then i was like oh it's not in america okay can i tell you a funny story yeah. i still don't know where Amsterdam is. it's in the netherlands i've got it it's in the netherlands definitely right there <laughs> no no david thought cuba was in africa serious <laughs> How does that make sense? No, because I, I was I was studying and I was talking out loud and he go and I said Cuba and he goes, oh yeah, isn't that in Europe? And I'm looking at him because I was, no, I'm joking. I know it's in Africa. I was like, that's worse. <laughs> that's worse. 
Anyway, um, back to what did you say this thing's called? Eritrea. Eritrea. Yeah, that's fancy. Okay, so they have denominational per- persecution. Pro- Protection. That's not says persecution. Just started with a P, so I just <laughs> said the word. I'm sorry. So, um, the only denomination of Christianity recognized is the. How do you say in this country that again? Eritrean. That one. Orthodox Church, but it's tightly controlled by the government. So basically, it's not really a church. It's yeah. Okay. And other any other forms of Christians, like Catholic, Anglican, whatever, whatever, will be persecuted. Um. Their phones are monitored and there are countless raids against Christian targets and many are held in prisons and their, uh, what's it called, persecution score is 88. And there are 2.5 million in a population of 54 million. That is so weird that we don't even know you as a country, but you get a score of 88. A whole 88, hey. What are you Isn't guys doing? Is that the doing? top of Africa? No. In the middle of Africa. No, it borderlines the the side of Africa. This one Which is definitely side? the side. This side. The, the, we, the west side. Yes. East side. I don't know. Guys, this is bad. Listen, we definitely need to take a, a geography lesson. <laughs> because I'm it's in I'm East Africa, yes. Oh, was right. East. Because yes. there's the whole thing. Never eat silkworms. And then that's how you know the direction. Did you do that? It is right there. Yeah, that's east. Never eat silkworms. Did you not do that? We did something <laughs> about that, but I don't remember. There you go, guys, if you need <laughs> to know. Right, number five is Pakistan. Okay, again, Islamic oppression. Yeah. Um, you are even considered a second-class citizen. I mean, you don't get to buy the same food. Mm. You don't get to shop at the same places. It's, Yeah. It's not great. Um, girls also have the risk of abduction and rape and often forced into marriages. Yeah. And churches do not exist in this country. Well, legitimate churches. So they think. Yeah. Well, underground yeah, well, churches. Yeah. And then they have a score also of 88. And there are 4 million Christians out of a population of 208 million. So is this like a tie? How did they decide that they would put Eritrea at number six? and then I don't actually know. That's a good question. But anyway, number four. Libya. Libya. Again, Islamic oppression. My <laughs> gosh, guys. <laughs> Such Jeez. a theme. Um, they have no freedom of speech or religion. Okay. They are also vulnerable to abduction and murder. And if you sharing your faith publicly is illegal and believers are forced into intense labor or prostitution. Wow. Yeah. And their score is 92. We whole jumped from 88 right? to 92. They were not even playing. They're like, we need to... They're not playing games there in Libya. Yeah. <laughs> That's in Africa. Yeah. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> I know some things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they um, have 34,000 Christians. Okay, but get this. Only about 150 are natives. The rest have all come in. 150. Okay. 150. I- Full on, um, a God-loving Christian, full 100%. But why would you move there? Why would you go to a place where you're not allowed? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, wait. There. A hole, because it's in, like, what? The rest of them. The rest of them. 33,850. The rest of you decided that Libya was your place of residence. 
great decision and it's out of a population of 6.6 million 150 150 cuz damn okay then number 3 take your guesses this is not a game show but still <laughs> somalia and this is clan oppression again okay it is impossible to announce your christian faith islam is see- seen as a crucial part as somali identity okay and the family the clan or the community will harass or even kill converters and you are seen as a high value target again how did mm. they put somali at yeah, they're also 92. i don't know yeah. i don't know and there are only a few hundreds among a population of 16 million there's also in africa right yeah it sucks man okay let me go do geography lesson after this because <laughs> clearly it's lost. not okay afghanistan number two i'm not surprised about that if i'm being blatantly honest yeah. okay again clan oppression you cannot live openly as a christian leaving islam is seen as shameful you will either have to flee the country or be killed okay and your family clan and community will save their honor by disowning you or killing you an entire save their honor wow also the japans have that huge thing about honor that's why it's so long to defeat and all like to do you guys love your family members because like i'm not killing my family member just because they convert to islam or something yeah like is that real love you know what i mean think these things through <laughs> okay christians also might be put in a psychiatric hospital because they have seemed to have gone insane what why you so, guys yeah. and they have a score of 94 and there is a small number there is unknown and then out of a population of 38 mil- million and another next thing it's, it's 36 million no but it couldn't be <laughs> but that would be funny a small number <laughs> north korea oh but obviously of course of course okay um communist oppression okay if you don't know what communism is it's yeah um uh, do you want to explain communism? Where everyone It's basically together. a system where um, there's no so freedoms. You make, there's no freedoms at all. No you private all ownership. Money. It all goes to the government. The land belongs to the government. No um, free market. Nothing. Everything is government owned and, and they distribute. paid the same. Yeah. But the people at the top live in fancy houses. Yeah. So. Ask yourself how. How? Oh. Disgusting. Anyway, so there is a death sentence for if you are discovered to be Christian. And if you're not killed on the spot, you're taken to labor camps. And then killed after. Yeah. Yeah. But what makes it worse is that everyone in your family shares your fate. So if you found out as Christian, even if your families aren't Christian, they're heading there with you to the labor camp. Well, then on our way to the labor camp, I'm going to be preaching to you guys so you can <laughs> say Okay, you might as well believe now that you're right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but, uh, At yeah. least we're going to go to heaven after this. Yeah. Okay. And it is estimated that between 50 to 70,000 Christians are currently imprisoned in North Korea. Okay. And there's even a secret police. And kind of like, you know, the SS in World War II, mm. the Nazis, they're like, sole purpose in life is to find christians and children are encouraged to go to their teachers or report their parents if they see anything again it's brainwashing kids from Mm. a little age again they have a score of 94 and they have been number one for 20 years in a row kim you've been 
earning an A plus in this. You know he's only like thirty eight. I know. I really thought he was close to being dead, and then it would be fine. I googled it and I was like, "That's so disappointing." <laughs> he's still got such a bloody long life, <laughs> and there's only four hundred thousand Christians in a population of two point five million. But that's actually surprisingly a large number, considering that your whole family is going to go with you to the grave. I think that's crazy because, like, imagine your family's all going because of you and they don't believe in God. Now, because of the unforgiveness they have yeah. towards you, it's yeah. harder to even turn yeah. them. Kim, you know what, Mr. Kim? Think about what you problem. Doing. Other people on the list were, because this is a top 50 list, was, I know, China is obviously yeah, there. Definitely. Mexico is there. Colombia is there. Mexico. Mexico. Colombia. Colombia is, but like 48. Okay. I know Congo is there as well. Yeah, like Congo 45. is definitely there. Um, I know where Indonesia's there. Yeah. So there's quite a couple. Um, obviously, we went through the top 10. If yeah. you're interested, go visit Open Doors. They have it all there. Yeah. Very nice, friendly website, actually. Um, they've got lots of information for you. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the top 10. But now we're going to ask the question. Should it be considered a crime? Yeah. And we, and we obviously, we, we know, like, there's obviously persecution of other religions and stuff like that. Like, the whole, in China, there's the Muslims and concentration camps at the mm. moment so should persecution be considered a crime go on speak your thoughts it was your topic <laughs> <laughs> so for me the un really is not doing its job okay but can i have a bone to pick with the un yeah. i actually think i hate the un yeah absolutely hate the un yeah. i think they're a bunch of idiots yeah if you ask me they were created they, they're core creation beliefs yeah. when they created the UN after World War II because it was created after World War II to kind of stop another world war for happening. Yeah. I think they had the right idea. But once again, power. Do you know how the UN works? How? So obviously you've got all the countries and then you've got the five big, the big countries. countries. Yes. So it's China, America, America Russia, France and Britain. Mm. Okay, now listen to this. If any decision is being passed, they'll ask these five countries and only one country has to veto and they won't do a thing. Yeah. It was like what, there was one story that made me say, I don't know where, it's somewhere in Africa. There was some crisis, whatever. The UN refused to label it a genocide because then they didn't have to get involved. Yeah. So Thank I'm you. sorry. Who are you to decide if people are dying? Please step. That was your whole purpose was you were going to step in. Yeah. And I mean. But even the way the UN has been set up, it's been set up in such a way that they can easily make terrible decisions. Exactly. And then not even be helped. Oh, should we go help we'll them? Like, oh, no, America. No, but think about this. Think about this. Let's say, let's give an example. I don't know. Let's choose a country. I don't know. South Africa, just because, whatever. Say we're having huge problems here, whatever. Yeah. But let's say we upset China. Mm. Then we could have asked for aid, mm. but China would have been veto. Then the UN can't do anything. Yeah. The, v- the UN cannot step in. Yeah. Is that not the stupidest system? And then in the they, world, they, they give this power to the five biggest countries that bully everyone. Okay, France, I'm sorry. I really haven't okay, heard I'm much shame. from you guys. France shape. is just there. Um, <laughs> but but like, I felt bad for France they after did. World War II. They were like, shame, just lie. give them the power. Um, but it's like the huge superpowers, honestly. Yeah. It's the countries that are have the money. They have the army. They have. They are the... These, I mean, America's a, a superpower. Yeah. China's on the rise to yeah. become a superpower. Britain was a superpower. Yeah. It's not so much now. And um, Russia also has a bit of a decline. Yeah. 
but I mean, these are the countries, okay? These yeah. are literally big boy countries. And you literally give them decision that if one of them is like, eh, no, then it's fine. And for me, it's like, like, honestly, many of these people are the ones committing the crimes. Exactly. It's not like any other country is going to go and try and can play. I, can I tell you some facts? So thing. this is as of this year. Okay. Over 340 million Christians living in places where they experience high level. There are over 340 million Christians that live in these high levels experience persecution countries. Okay. Yeah. 4,761 Christians have been killed for their faith. This is this year. Yeah. Okay. 4,488 churches and other Christian buildings have been attacked. Okay. And 4,277 believers have been detained without trial, arrested, sentenced, or imprisoned. They were just thrown in jail. I think if the UN was really doing this, then this would be a crime. Because it definitely is a crime. It's a human violation. And they all, all these countries like preaching freedom of religion and freedom of speech and all of this stuff. But then when it comes to Christianity, it's like... And I, I'm not that. trying to... I'm not, I'm, yeah, I, I'm not trying to be thing. But like, for example, I feel like it's not raised enough. Yeah. Like, if I had to ask my friend from school, I should have no clue. That yeah. Christians are being persecuted yeah. all over the world. So I feel like it's also not spoken about. But I mean, I think honestly, I don't think we should have a UN. Yeah, no. Disband it. Yeah, I feel like from being unless the only they remove good thing that, that came with there, the, yeah, remove the top five. Let all the countries yeah. vote. Be fair, whatever. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, like the Bill of Rights and that came out of it. And I know they did. I think they stepped in in Rwanda. I could be very wrong. I don't know. Listen, for me, it's 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 just if we look. Yeah, if I we mean, look at it, even if. They remove the top five. Let's be honest now. <laughs> and they say all the countries get a fair vote. Yeah, the top five America's going to bully their way through some countries. China will bully their way through other countries. Everybody's just going to bully everyone. And we're going to end up in a place where the top five still makes the decision. So, whatever. UN. So, I don't yes. like the UN. That's basically the moral of today's story. Yeah. No. Not at I, all. I really do think it was created with a good intent. Yeah. But like all things... When power is given to people. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, I don't know. It is definitely a humanitarian issue. Yeah. And I do definitely think the people should be tried or given some punishment for what they do. I mean, can't just someone go into people's houses and kill their children. Exactly. Um, and there's so many Islamic ra- but you radicalists see, that's also the thing, that are no. But no, think about it. Think about it, right? If, for example, you go to... Afghanistan. Mm. How do you even begin to start to know who do we punish? Yeah. Do you punish only the people at the top? Or do we pun- It's the same thing when World War Two ended. Do we only t- um, punish the Nazis who were like up there, the top, all that kind of stuff? Or do we punish every single person who was a Nazi soldier? soldier? But then wouldn't you, if for example, you know, for, you know ISIS is operating in a certain region. Mm. Wouldn't you then, as the UN go, no, there's freedom and religion everywhere. So freedom of religion everywhere so now we are going to step in and make sure that these churches are not like you need to step in you need to do something these people they have so many bright ideas to bring stupid vaccines but they don't have any ideas to solve these problems so i mean it is a big issue um i remember when i looked at it i did a low task on it and i remember sitting there and just reading all the numbers and i was like ah yeah um and i don't think it is talked about enough yeah i don't um 
a crime. I don't know. More maybe so social injustice. But is it I would say it's a crime. It is a crime, but not in the sense of a there's crime. There's murder. There's unfair arrests. There's um, um, abduction. Um, abduction. There's, there's um, human trafficking and all of these other things. So definitely is a crime. Big crime. Okay. Well, for now until next time, we hope you learned a lot. Yeah. But no mourners, no funerals. Enjoying the Active FM shows? Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM triple seven, Twitter and Gab at Active FM, Facebook at Active FM forward slash triple seven, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate. Find, follow, and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out. Active FM Radio has never been better.